Welcome to the Club Up Team Podcast, where everybody makes the cut. Brought to you by your hosts, CK and DJ Sko. Welcome to the cut. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut here with your host, DJ Sko, and co-host, Mr. CK. Got a pretty good episode coming for you this week. We are going to be talking about the new proposed local rule uh, from the USGA and the RNA with the rollback of the golf ball. Yeah, don't really know how we feel about it. We haven't really talked about it, so this could be a debate, or it could just be a good, oh, good point. Yeah, we we really don't know yet. Um, Me and CK haven't really talked about it. So... Could be good, and uh, we'll get into that, and yeah, don't know how I feel about it, to be completely honest. Also, we are going to give our opinions and preview the Dell Match Play event, which, other than the Masters, probably is one of my favorite events of the year, just because I I love the mano-a-mano, head-to-head, my dick's bigger than yours, let's go see who can win the most holes, in one way or another. So, we're just going to go by that, and see how everything rolls out. So, CK, what do you have? Dude, I'm going to start out with how's your week going, man? Because you seem pretty slammed just like me. Listen, (laughs) I'm having an allergy attack. My throat (laughs) is being just annihilated by pollen right now in St. Petersburg. Yeah, got (laughs) all that going on. Also, trying to get ready because I'm going to Houston for a month to work and help and go to another restaurant. So that'll be really fun. So that, you know, it should be a good time. But on the bright side, while I'm in Houston for that month, I get like four or five days off, which means I get to come up to Oklahoma and see you, which yeah. also means, I mean, I don't even have to really get into details about what that means for you, but I'm just going to go two letters to W for me. And it's going to be an L for you, and we we'll are going to do a live podcast right after that round, which should be just super interesting. We could be half cocked, probably will be. Hey, it's all right. I think it'll be a good time, though. Be some good content. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And if I go silent, and there might be some awkward pauses here, it's because I'm trying to suppress a cough. <laughs> so if, good, if, I, if you hear me like I'm taking a breath, like I'm about to hold it for a minute, and just. It's now I'm suppressing a call. There it is. <laughs> you just suppressed one right there. Yeah. So we'll see how all that goes. So let's get into this golf ball rollback because CK, I want to hear your thoughts on this before I express mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only because I think that we could have very differing opinions on this, considering we play golf totally different. A hundred percent totally different. I mean, if we have the same viewpoint, great, but I really don't think we're going to. So why don't you kick this off and tell me your thoughts and opinions on said diet golf balls. Diet golf balls. See, just by that phrase right there, I already know how you feel about it. Yeah. And I yeah. I figured I knew how you felt about it just because you love hitting the shit out of a golf ball. So but fun. I don't know, man. I'm kind of torn on the whole idea of it. I like the idea of it, to be completely honest just because there's all sorts of crap that goes with it. But I think it's more of a future thing that the USGA is trying to take care of rather than a right now thing, which I mean, it'll just be a band aid because so start in 2026, 
they're doing 127 miles per hour on the change rather than 120 right now. So give it 10 years ish and we'll be right back to where we are right now. So I think it's more of a band aid, but dude, I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Why? I like it for certain reasons and I like it. I don't like it for other reasons. Come on. Do you care to elaborate? (laughs) Because I'm going to listen to all your reasons and then (laughs) I'm just going to let mine fly. Okay, are you going to be one of those guys that say grow the uh, grow the rough up, or are you going to be one of those guys that says like a why don't you change the basketball hoop to like eleven foot now? I don't know yet. Have you read those tweets? Yes, I love them, <laughs> dude. I know you have. I'm just going to put this in perspective of you because this is what you have the most experience in. Would you like if the MLB used aluminum bats and double barrel bats? I mean, for the sake of the game. Yes, but here's, here's, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Here's the flaw in this argument. We put pipes in the hands of MLB players. Someone's uh-huh. going to die. No one's dying on the golf course right now. Okay, but everybody would hit home runs and it wouldn't be as exciting. Oh, I think it'd be more exciting. Chicks dig yeah, the long ball. I love home runs. Dude, the steroid era in baseball was the shit, and the steroid era saved baseball. Dude, but think of pitchers were out there hitting freaking home runs, bro. What is so bad about a pitcher hitting a bomb? That's one of the rarest things ever. I think it's great. No, I'm saying if every single one of them did it. Oh, well, then I think that'd be dope because at this point, we don't even have pitchers. We just have <laughs> we just have people. I mean, you might as well just put a pitching machine up there and have a live home run derby game, which, again, I'm 100% for. Fair enough, bro. Baseball needs to be more exciting, which in turn means golf needs to be more exciting. So. Baseball, they're trying to speed it up. They're trying to make changes to make it go faster. Golf. Liv is trying to make golf a little bit cooler. What's the PGA Tour doing? Oh, well, not PGA Tour. I'm not going to throw them out there because they haven't adopted this local rule, obviously. I don't think the Tour is going to accept it, bro. But the USGA, are you saying that baseball is trying to make it faster for the fans to get people more engaged and to do all this? Okay, great. Baseball is actually actively making steps to make the game more entertaining to watch and not so long and drawn out. Right. But golf, we're going to do the exact fucking opposite. And we're going to make the ball go shorter, which in turn makes the game maybe take longer. And it's not as fun to watch. Because take longer than pace of play? Yeah. Why would it take longer? Do you hit the green more with a pitching wedge or a fucking four iron? Dude, it's not going to be that big of a gap. Come on. I'm not saying it is, but just answer the question. Neither is the answer. Okay, but it's a lot more fun to try to hit it with a pitching wedge than a fucking four iron. Yeah, man, but here's the thing, though. I think pace of play would actually get faster. Because, listen, no, hear me out. Don't make that fucking face. If you got every single person that hits a drive freaking 340, 350, depending on altitude or rollout, whatever you want to consider it, but then you got more people going for it longer. And then you yeah. got the the group of chads sitting over there on the tee box, you know, that you sit at with the local muni trying to go for the fucking green every single time. Yeah, that's us. Exactly. And it, it, it dampens pace of play. But okay, PGA but Tour, I don't think you have to worry about pace of play, though. They're already bitching about pace of play on the tour. There's all sorts of stuff that go into that, though. I mean, that's fair. But with the ball being closer and people just walking up there and two-putting, or they're going to have to hit a chip and then do this other shit. Maybe. I don't know. But I just think that it's not as 
entertaining to watch someone hit a ball 270 yards just to hit, watch someone hit it 320. See, except it's not going to be that big of a gap, though. They're saying 20 yards, so instead of 320, 300, okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, still. I mean, you're talking, so Cameron Champ right now. Yeah. His average swing speed is 126, okay? So he'd still hit the new ball 320. Exactly. That is still very fucking entertaining. Okay, so Kevin Kister's going to hit the new ball 230? Hey, man. He's going to be 100 yards behind him? Tell him to go speed train. Instead of maybe 30 or 40? Yeah, well, I mean, that's all about the athleticism of it, dude. Because these guys, I mean, they're putting their their foot farther through the door than them other guys because, I mean, they're working on themselves like that. Which okay, I, well, I, I guarantee you Kevin Kisner is better with long irons, though. I mean, that's fine, but that's like you, you're saying you eat the cake fastest as a fat kid. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm really good with long irons because I can't hit it very far. I don't want to be good with long irons. I want to be good with wedges because I hit the <laughs> fuck out of them. Just be good I don't with want to be good with long irons. If I'm good with long irons, that means I'm not very good and I can't hit the ball very far. Let me rephrase. It means I am good. I just don't hit the ball far. I don't want to have to rely on a four, five, six iron. I want to rely on my wedges. So what they say is a nine iron will now be a seven iron. Not that big of a jump in my opinion. Okay. And I'm just going to say this. In your opinion, no. In my opinion, that's a jump of 30 yards. If I'm going to get on in two, I'd rather hit a nine iron than a seven iron. Well, yeah, so would I, for sure. Okay, then there's the, there's the point. But it doesn't the, affect the, you enough. That, that is the point. You'd <laughs> rather hit a nine iron than a seven iron. So, but I'm so also, why I'm use the new ball? Like, ooh, ooh, like, why? I'm not a tour pro, and it's not going to affect me. Correct. But that was the argument. Like, seven iron, nine iron, not that big of a jump. You're right. But what would you rather hit? What would the tour pros rather hit? Probably a fucking nine iron over a seven iron. But I here's would the much thing. rather see someone throw a dart from 170 out and stick it to four or five feet than have to throw a seven iron way up there. Well, what's saying that they're not going to stick a dart with a seven iron? I'd rather see someone stick it. It's just not as high probability. And, and like Cameron Champ's seven iron, it's a lot different than Kisner's seven iron. Yeah, very true. But So if Cameron Champ's hitting a four iron, Kisner's hitting a fucking three wood. Yeah, yeah, I don't know I don't think, I think the goal, I think the ball right now evens the game up a little bit more and makes it more exciting. The only reason I'm saying that, and one of the, well, not the only reason, one of the many reasons I'm going to say that, is because the ball goes further for everybody, you know? It rolls out more. They can control their spin, all these different kind of balls, blah, 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 blah. So Kisner finds the one that fits his swing more and can compete with Rory in them. Now, we roll the golf ball back. Rory and Cameron Champ and Cam Young and all these guys are still going to hit the ball 290 to 300. Mm -hmm. But Kisner, him hitting 270, now he's going to start hitting the 240, 250. And now he's 650, 60 yards behind. Okay. That's not fun. But you know he's going to go to live where they're going to use actual juice golf balls, which that's saying if every single buddy adopts it, and obviously because that's what we're talking about. Which that's the thing I don't really understand about the whole rule is it's optional. It's optional for the PGA Tour. It's optional for all the tours because it's just a local rule with the USGA and the RNA. So the only place they'll use those golf balls if it's fully adopted is 
And if the PGA Tour says no and the DP World Tour says no and Live Tour says no, the only place they're going to use those golf balls is the U.S. Open and the Open Championship. That's it. Right. Because the PGA Tour is its own separate entity. Well, now, the Masters is interested in doing it, too. Augusta's interested the in doing The Masters is going to do whatever the fuck they want. They own golf. Right. But here's the thing. you talking about Kisner being that far back and all that. They're already starting to do that, though, by moving tee boxes. They just keep moving tee boxes. I mean, number five at Augusta, they had to install a new road. Exactly. So it's either you keep moving tee boxes and it's the same difference, or you stop moving tee boxes and do the ball. And then you're eventually going to have to do either. Right. I mean, but I mean, they're going to do one of the two, or it's just going to be driver putt. Someone's going to get so good with a driver that they're going to drive every single green. And in my Sick. opinion, I don't Sick. think that's very fucking interesting. Yeah, well, when people get faster, do they make the mile longer? No. Athletes are getting better. Athletes are getting faster. Athletes are getting stronger. Why are we no, punishing the guys that are? Why are we punishing the guys that are putting in the work and the time and the effort to hit the ball further, just to make it more appealing for the guys that aren't as good? This is the participation trophy bullshit that is starting to annoy the hell out of. Like, okay, they're getting better. They're getting stronger. They're getting faster. Who cares? Like, yeah, why are we going to punish them? They're not extending the mile, but they're extending golf courses. Same difference. Okay, so why are we going to punish the guys, though? We're not punishing the runners by saying, okay, instead of the mile run, we're going to cut the mile run out. Now you have to run two miles. No, those guys train for the mile. These guys are training for the golf course. So why, right. are, we gonna, why are we trying to punish it? Why are we trying to make it you know, more fair for everybody? Reward the guys who have put in the time and put in the work. But that's the thing. They keep extending golf courses. Okay, that's fine. So, I mean, eventually you're going to have like what Tiger's doing in Utah and have a 700-yard par 5, and that's just going to be the tour average. That's fine. Guys will start hitting at 400, 450 then. Fuck it. <laughs> and once they start hitting at 450, they're going to make them 800 yards. That's fine. They're going to run out of land at some point. Exactly. And that's the whole point of the USGA trying to do this. Because with all the stats over the past, whatever they did, 30 years or whatever, they're trying to do a preventative thing, I think. What are they trying Which to prevent? People hitting it 500 fucking yards on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Which is all we're equipment. Trying to invent, we're trying to prevent progression. That's what you're saying. No, they're trying to prevent courses going too long. Because what's the cause of it? Guys getting better, guys getting bigger, guys perfecting their swings, guys like specializing in golf. Now, Brooks Koepka could play fucking baseball. He could play football. Dustin Johnson could play whatever fuck sport he wanted to. Tiger could have been a fucking Navy SEAL. These guys chose to play golf because that's the sport they wanted to do. So why are we going to try to make it more fair or try to limit how far they can hit the ball because we're running out of land. Okay, great. Limit, create a separate tour, the top 25 guys. Create something else, like live. At that point, just send them all to live because live has more fun. Let all the sucky guys on live fill their spot where it's more fair. Like, <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think you roll the ball back to punish and try to make it more fair and say, oh, well, we're running out of land. You guys are getting too good. That's well, it's not make it more fair, though, is the thing. Cause like you said, with kids, I mean, he's going to have to hit a four iron instead of a seven iron or whatever you said earlier. Yeah. So it's not making it more fair. It's pushing it's everybody. A, it's a bigger disadvantage for Kisner. 
but you got to think if they don't do that, the Masters is not going to be a tournament anymore because every single person is just going to hit a three wood off the tee and hit the green in 30 years. Sick. <laughs> Sick. Sick. Let's see it. I would rather them go back to older clubs. I'd rather them take away the 460cc driver. Take that shit yeah. away. Which is an option. You know, I mean, that's I'd like rather part of the- them dumb the club down like Major League Baseball does. They don't. Here's the thing. Major League Baseball, those baseballs and the balls and T-ball are the exact same fucking ball. The golf balls on the PGA Tour and our golf balls are the exact same fucking ball. The only difference is in the majors, they use wood bats and everywhere else they use pipes. That's the mm-hmm. only difference. So why can't we do that instead of rolling them? Because we're not putting the baseball. We're not putting sponges in the baseball. We're not. Well, see, that's the thing. That's why they picked the so golf ball. Why can't we put a sponge in a golf ball? Why can't we just switch up the clubs instead? I'd much rather watch the equipment take a nosedive. And I'd rather I'd much rather see equipment roll back. Major League Which Baseball started playing with wood bats and golf started playing with wood clubs. You get the same effect, though, as the ball, is what you're saying, though. I mean, you're not going to okay. see someone hit a 340-yard drive with a steel shaft old school titleist driver exactly at least make it the same club roll the club back don't fuck with the ball so why would you rather roll the club back than the ball if it's going to cause the same effect it's not going to cause the same effect because here's the deal mark mcguire still hitting a fucking bomb with a wood bat sometimes further i guarantee you those guys can still hit the golf ball 300 yards with a fucking wood club ernie ells did it that motherfucker swings in slow motion that's the thing, too, though, is Rory, Cam Champ, Cam Young, all them, they're still going to hit the fuck out of the golf ball. Okay, so let them do it with a wood club instead. <laughs> like, don't dumb the ball down. Just let them do it with a wooden club. Like, why Like why fuck with the ball? Maybe you should That's, send the USGA an email. Oh, it would be strongly worded. Did you hear about what Peter Costas's idea was for this? I don't listen to anyone with the name that sounds like a dick. Okay, well there you go. So he Peter, said, "How about how about you do collapsing club faces? So you swing too hard and the club face fucking shatters." Yeah, that sounds stupid. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I'd rather see wooden clubs. <laughs> so wood clubs is your answer to this whole thing, or dumbed down clubs? You know, like in college baseball in two thousand thirteen or two thousand twelve, we went to BB Corps. Mm-hmm. We quit using alloy. We quit using like composite bats, which the um, stealth is a composite face. Mm-hmm. They told us in high school and college we couldn't use composite bats anymore because it was coming off too hot. So they didn't change the ball. They just changed the bat. Okay. They changed the metal of the bat. Now, I was still hitting balls over the lights because I could do it. But I just wasn't hitting balls off the end of the bat over the lights. I wasn't hitting the balls off the handle over the lights. I was. I still had to square the thing up. So dumb the club down like they dumbed down the aluminum bat. See, that's the thing, though, is on manufacturer's standpoint, though. Because if we're not going to have to do that, no muni golfer or private club golfer, anybody that's not playing on tour, where's the manufacturer going to make any money from it? And they're going to end up spending way too much money on that. They don't have to make money off of it. They build these clubs just for the pros. Let us keep right, buying the hot shit because we're amateurs. So you're telling well, me see, they can't build 175 sets over all these different golf companies that dumb down clubs? 
with all the bullshit they sell us. See, but that's my thing of why I don't necessarily like it because of with the golf ball, who's going to buy those balls, you know? Nobody. I mean, yeah, so once again, from a manufacturer's standpoint, it doesn't help them at all, but I think it'll cost them less than it will if they change their clubs, which I guess not really change their clubs, but change the construction of them, like you said, composite faces. And you don't even have to change the clubs, just change the fucking driver. Right. Just dumb the driver. You don't even have to dumb down the whole set. Blades are hard enough to hit. Just dumb down the driver. But if you do the driver, you have to do the three wood, five wood, hybrid. Okay. That's fine. Dumb all the woods down. Dub all the fucking woods and hybrids down. Dumb them all down. Damn it. Just, I don't understand why we're fucking with the ball. <laughs> and the only reason I say it's dumb is because, like, two tournaments out of the year, you're going to have to use it. And then the Which other fucking 50, you don't? Right. Which, it'd only work if they did it on everything. Which they're right. not going to, I right. mean, it doesn't work like that because since it's optional, which also it's just proposed right now. Right. That's all it is. But I don't ever I see just, the PGA just, Tour going for it. No. Which is whatever. I mean, like we said earlier, they're just going to keep extending courses and same difference. When they're going to do the next dumb down the clubs. And then we're going to be right back in the primal shit where we're wearing three piece wool suits, swinging hickory stick wooden clubs and hitting a fucking feather wrapped in leather. Yeah, polos are now. Now we've got now we've got fucking eight thousand yard courses for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll quit. I'll go play baseball again. (laughs) But it doesn't affect you. (laughs) It's not going to be fun to watch. Well, then just you just won't watch. And if I can't do what the guys on TV do, like try to at least, then why the hell would I play? See, and and that's also why I'm not a hundred percent for it is because that's part of the cool part about golf is you can play from the tips and you can use everything that's exactly the same as them and kind of compare yourself, I guess, even though like playing a normal Muni course isn't anything like playing any TPC course or whatever. But I think a lot of people get off in that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. I'd rather nothing get dumbed down. But if something was to get dumbed down, I'd rather see the driver in the woods get dumbed down over the ball. Yeah. which I I don't know. There's all sorts of factors that go into it that make it a whole just big old mess. But, I mean, Tiger in 2017, he brought up reduced fly balls. Did you know that? Yeah, because that motherfucker can play with Bellata balls better than anyone ever could. Hey, and that might be somebody on the tour if they do this, you know? I bet every single top 25 guy literally will have no change whatsoever in their scores or anything. Guaranteed. I'm glad you this think is they recorded. Will? Yes. <laughs> I do. I'm glad this is recorded. <laughs> I, I, I really think they would. So instead of Rory hitting at 340 and flipping a sand wedge in, you think that he's going to hit the same? Now he's going to hit at 320 and maybe flip an 8 or a 9 iron in, and you're telling me that his scores aren't going to change? No, I really don't think so. Connor, if you were playing a par three course with a 56 and a putter or your seven and eight iron and a putter, which one are you going to go lower on? And please say say some stupid shit, please. (laughs) Please say say some stupid shit. Like, I. Dude, I don't know. It's. I can't compare myself to it. 
I'm going because, lower with a 56 and a putter than I am a seven or an eight iron. Dude, 100%. I can't because I can't hit a pot bottle with a freaking four iron, you know? Okay, but could you hit, would you have a better chance of hitting one with a 56? I couldn't hit it with anything. What do you hit your eight iron? One fifty, one sixty. Okay, so one sixty. What do you hit? Where's your fifty six sit at? One ten. Yeah, about. Okay, so you're telling me that if I gave you nine holes, all par threes, and you you got to play eighteen holes, nine holes from one sixty out, or nine holes from one oh five out, which one are you scoring better at? Well, of course. In, I, in a I, perfect day. 105 for sure. Okay. But okay. 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 That's besides that's the all. point with it. No, no, that is the only point I'm trying to prove here. The USGA isn't about the PGA Tour and their ratings. <laughs> that's the thing. All I'm, that, all I'm saying is that was my only point, is that <laughs> you know, because earlier you said 9-iron, I'd rather hit that over a 7-iron. Okay, great. I'm pretty sure they all would love that. Now it's like, okay, would you rather be 105 out or would you rather be like 140 out? You'd definitely rather See, be 105 out. That's the thing, though. PGA Tour players aren't making the rules, though, or they wouldn't say it. No, they're not making the rules. But no. damn it, if they were, golf would be a lot more fun to watch. Well, exactly. But that's the thing, though. It's not about the <laughs> it's not about the viewings on it. It's about the USGA and what they're doing with it. The, the USGA is basically like the PTA, which I think is one of the most overrated organizations on the face of the earth. Oh yeah, because now they're the Parent Teacher Association does some dumb shit because they're older and they think, oh, this will be better for the classroom. This will be that. No, no, fuck you, Karen. I don't need to listen to you. Hey, on how to, what you think, what math book you think will be better for me. And these motherfuckers don't have to listen to these guys at the USGA saying, well, I think this ball's better for golf. Motherfuckers, you don't play. <laughs> no one watches play. you play golf. Yeah, people watch People watch the big dicks in the sport play golf because they do it. They, they're the big dicks for a reason. Right. The guys probably making these rules got participation trophies as kids, and they probably still have them because that's the only thing they won. In their life. <laughs> you really don't agree with this, do you? No, I think it's dumb as fuck. Okay. I think it's stupid. But you'll, but you'll let them dumb down clubs, though? 100%. They did it for baseball. Okay. <laughs> and baseball, I mean, you have to be the best of the best to hit that club. Yeah. Or hit, swing that bat and hit it on the sweet spot every time. Golf should be the same way. Did you hear what Billy Horschel said? Nah. His solution for it was make the sweet spot smaller. So basically just like make it a wooden club or a wooden bat. No, keep the same clubs and everything. That's what but I'm saying, but basically make smaller. it like a wooden bat. Make the Because there's zero forgiveness in a wooden bat. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Metaphorically, you make the club a wooden bat just without making it wood. You just dial back the sweet spot. Right. Okay, do that then. Fuck it. Which we I thought that was played, We both played blades. Guess what happens when you don't hit the sweet spot? You lose 20 uh, or 30 yards. Yeah, and your hands start vibrating for the next five holes. I would love to watch that. I would rather watch that. And then, because you know what's cool in baseball is when they fucking pure one, the thing fucking mm-hmm. goes over the fence. 
I would love to watch these guys just nut one and it flies onto the green. But if they fuck up, you know, duck hooks are more prevalent. A lot of these super forgiveness clubs hide and mask a lot of these players. And now obviously these players are the greatest players in the world, but they can get hot for a week and they can find that sweet spot for four days or somewhere Mm -hmm. near it. Now you shrink it down. Those motherfuckers aren't that good anymore comparative to the guys who are. Well, I mean, you just got to think of Scotty with the the whole stealth commercial or whatever it is. The far this bullshit. How he's missing the, uh, the center of the club face on purpose and he's still piping at 320. Yeah, that's fair. So That's not, well, that's not fun to watch. So what you're saying, though, is leave the golf ball alone, but you wouldn't mind it if it didn't fly as far? No, because it will fly as far as long as they swing it correctly and hit it right. Reward the guys who are the best. If they so can cure about- it more often than the other guys with a smaller sweet spot, this goes back to my point of dumbing down the clubs to an extent, then those guys deserve to be better. They deserve the fucking jump of the golf ball the way it is now if they hit it right. Yeah. And or sometimes it'd be nice to watch Rory hit one off the toe and it go 230 and see Kiz piece one up and it go 280. <laughs> that would be piece cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> see, that's what that's the shit I would rather see. Yeah, but punish them on mistakes, but don't punish them for being good and being able to hit the ball far. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of torn on it, just because one, everybody's not going for it. So, like you said, the U.S. Open and then the Open would be the only two to use it. So that's retarded. Yeah, I think it's dumb as fuck. And then also, I don't know, man. There's all sorts of stuff that go into it, but I do like it because. I mean, by the time it's all said and done with their whole 30-year plan of this shit, you're going to have almost 9,000-yard courses. And it's just going to be the same exact thing as what they're trying to do, but they're just making courses longer instead of keeping them what they're at now. I don't know. There's way too much to go into it. I like some of it. I don't like some of it. Yeah, I hate it all. (laughs) Clearly. I hate it all. (laughs) So now, so now let's that, get off this subject because I'm getting fucking hot. Um, so now that you're all fired up. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm all fucking cooking. Let's um, move into the next one, which is the Dell match play, which I'm sure we might just go back into this rolled ball bullshit at some point during this conversation. <laughs> but with the Dell match play, who is your pick to win? To said, win the whole thing? Yes. <sighs> I don't know. Is John Rom feeling good yet? Or is he still with Rom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got Rom, bro. You're taking Rom? If he gets in the groove of things, and also he's incredible at match play, but if he gets in the groove of things, he's got blood in his eyes, bro, and he just doesn't stop. And I love watching him whenever he's on fire. Okay, that's fair. I, I understand that. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at all the shit. I want so you're taking John Rom. Yeah. Looking through here and I'm just trying to find fucking monsters in here that not, dude the best golfer is not going to win this week. I'm telling oh, you that no. right now. It, it's just not going to happen. So do you think Scotty doesn't have a chance? I think he's got a chance because he's Scotty and he won it last year. But all I'm saying is it's not a straight up stroke. You have one bad day, you're not coming back. Yeah. You know, if you go out there and shoot a 69 that's a great round. But if your partner shoots a 68, you're done. And that's why I like that. It's not even stroke, though. So I don't think Spieth is going to go very far. Not with how his putter's looking. 
No, but he plays too sporadically. Like, he'll take a double. He'll take bogey, bogey, par. He'll do that shit. But he still shoots a 68, 67, 68 because he's speed. Right. But he's not giving away holes. He just gives away a couple strokes, and he's got, you know, two or three days to make those up. Right. He gives away two or three holes, and then he ties with the dude, and he only wins one or two. He's done. Very true. He plays too sporadically, I think, to be good at match play. What do you think about Morikawa? I think he is also a little inconsistent when it comes to match play. Okay. I think that his mental state right now, I mean, he's good, obviously, but I don't think he's an assassin like everyone says he is. Okay, so who do you got then? Believe it or not, I'm never betting against Kevin Kisner in match play. (laughs) For real? (laughs) I'm not saying he's going to win, but I think he can make it to the Elite Eight. Are you saying Kiz to win it all, though? No, I'm going to take Zalatoris to win it all. Willie Z with a wobbly putter to win it all, huh? Yeah, I am. That's I a really am pick. because, I don't know, I love his ball striking. I like how he swings it. I like him off the tee. And he, I think, is more of an assassin than people give him credit for. I think you're right on that. I don't think Shahith Agala is going to do very good in it, even though I love him. I think he's too nice for match play. I think there's a lot of mental shit, well, and like a lot of like mental toughness you have to have more so in match play than stroke play. I don't think he's seasoned enough to be a good match play player. You know, like you said with the mental game, you can kind of see it in his face whenever he hits a bad shot that it really affects his play. Right now, I could see Rory doing really, really well in this. I could too, but Rory's been kind of wishy-washy lately. Yeah, but Rory's also kind of a, you know, he's kind of like, he's just, he's there. And then I think his aura also will help him more. like, oh shit, I'm playing against Rory. Yeah. And in that course, you can drive the shit out of it and be close. Yeah, it does play to his benefit a lot. What do you think about Max Homa? I think Homa's going to do really, really well. I like Homa too. I think he might get to the final four. Because he's so competitive and he is so intense. And when he gets close to a lead or like any time he's been in contention to win a tournament, he's won every tournament except this past year's Genesis. Yeah. I mean, you're not he, wrong he, at like, all. The dude just locks in. The motherfucker's like Seabiscuit. Like he'll look into your eyes and leave you in the fucking dust. And that course plays to his advantage a lot too. Yes. You know, I think he could do really well in it. And then as far as a sleeper pick, I like Justin Sue a lot. Mm. Um, I like Justin Sue. I like Keegan Bradley, even though I hate the fucking name Keegan. His swing is horrendous. I hate his swing. His clubs look too small. He wears Jordans. They look too blocky on him. He's just a goofy-looking fucker. But he's kind (laughs) of shitty attitude, which is great for match play. I can see (laughs) Keegan fucking around and doing something cool in this tournament. Dude, I just have his swing in my head just stuck in there right now. And it's just. Oh, it's fucking right in there. Like his seven iron looks like he's hitting a putter out of the fairway. It's so yeah. short. What the I don't fuck know is that? He bends over so much or what it is, but dude, it just looks so bad. Dude, his hands look like he's going to hit himself in the quad every time he takes a backswing. Okay, so I, I want to know your honest opinion on this. What about Matt Kuchar? Because honestly, dude, his history of match play isn't the worst. It's not the worst, but the man wears Skechers, and he plays Bridgestones. Hey, hold up. Skechers was your number one most underrated. Underrated. I know this. Oh, I'm not dogging him. (laughs) 
I'm just saying, if you're wearing Skechers and playing Bridgestone, I don't think you're a killer. Okay, Tucher but here's the is thing. not a fucking killer. Here's the thing. He's not. Day one, it's him versus Victor. Who do you got? Fucking Vic. Big Dick Vic. You don't think he crumbles? No. I think he uh, bodies Cooch. <laughs> I mean, I'm not totally going to disagree with that for sure. Because if he's playing I think he good, he bodies Cooch. But Cooch has just got the experience. But I don't know. Victor's a lot better of a player. And Victor, he's not really a killer, but he's more of a killer than fucking Coocher is. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Coocher looks like he leaves a 15% tip at Chili's. I don't know about that. I'd say he's more of a 10%er. Yeah, he's in Skechers. He's trying to save a buck. <laughs> he's got that Skechers bop, like what you said. Yeah, that's that Skechers bop, baby. Just. <laughs> oh, man. It is going to be a good day one, though. Are you looking at the pairings? Um, yeah, I got it pulled up. Who's your favorite for the day? If you don't have one ready, I'm going to tell you mine. For which day? Day one. I mean, for the first group to come out of there, I mean, fucking obviously Scotty. And I think Tom Kim was as, as intense as he is. If anyone's going to take Scotty out early, it's going to be him. So on mine, I got Scotty versus Davis Riley day one. Right. But I'm talking about coming out of that group. Oh, heard. No, I'm just picking guys out of the group. I'm not talking about the individuals right now. So on the first one, it's either Tom Kim or Scotty coming out of the first group. Heard that. And I'm only saying Tom Kim, for one, he's young. And for two, he doesn't really understand as far like, as the pressure goes. The dude's just out there playing golf. That's why he was so fucking good in the President's Cup. You know, it's like in baseball, if there's a no-hitter going in the pros, like you're putting a rookie out there to pinch hit just to try to get a hit. Because yeah. he doesn't understand the magnitude of the situation. He just wants to go out there and play. I feel like group three is uh, pretty much spoken for. You got Rory, Keegan, Denny McCarthy, and Scott Stallings. Like, come on. Like, that one's pretty much spoken for already. I'm taking Keegan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not taking Keegan out of that group. You got Keegan over Rory? Yes. Oh, no. I do. <laughs> I tell you what, though, dude, group five isn't isn't the worst. Homa, Hideki, Kiz, and Justin Suh. That's like that's a pretty solid group. That's a scary group. That's yes. the group of death, if you will. If you will, because whoever comes out of that group has a chance to win the whole goddamn thing. I mean, I'm kind of with you, bro. I, I like I like the Kiz pick more and more that I think of it. Yeah, I don't think Hideki's going to be that great during match play. I don't. No, he's been crumbling lately too. Justin Sue again is young, so he but he's also the sixty third seed. Yeah, that doesn't do him very well. We could see a Cinderella run here. I mean I wouldn't because, be against it at all. And the only reason I'm gonna say we could see a Cinderella run run because say he comes out. He's got Taylor Montgomery, Mackenzie Hughes, Shane Lowry, and Jordan Speed. Um mm-hmm. Shane Lowry I see coming out of that group. So you got Sue against Lowry, which Sue Lowry could absolutely body Sue. But Sue's hot right now, so Sue gets through that. And then he has to beat, I think Sam Burns comes out of the other one, and Cantlay, so you got Burns and Cantlay coming out of that. I think Cantlay yeah. beats Burns, so now we got Sue and Cantlay for the Final Four. That'd be pretty legit. To get into the Final Four. So now we got Sue and Cantlay in the Elite Eight. Coming up against, you know, I think Fleetwood makes it out of the JT Poston and Sungjae M group. I'm with you. Fleetwood's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah, so I'm going to take Fleetwood. 
but now we got Tom Kim against Fleetwood. I'm taking Fleetwood to make it to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I'd take Fleetwood too. And then out of the other group, we have Colin Morikawa, Jason Day, Spenson, and Perez coming against Hovland, Kirk, Kim, and Cooch. Now, I think Jason Day is going to come out of that group. I don't know about that one, dude. I do. I think Day's coming out, and I think Hovland's coming out. And I think Day takes down Hovland. So so now we got Kim and Day in the Elite Eight. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm not very hopeful on Jason Day. His, His performance lately has not been impressive whatsoever. Yeah, well, neither has Rory's. You got a point. Yeah. It's been pretty fucking horrendous, actually. Yeah, it's been pretty fucking rough. Need Rory to win the Masters. Yeah? He has I'd like to. to see that. He fucking has to. He'd just complete his life. That would be the last thing he needs. 100%. He just needs to win a career Grand Slam. That's it. Exactly. And Spieth, what does Spieth need? Does he need the U.S. Open or the PGA Championship to complete his? All Jordan needs is the PGA Championship. He got second in mm-hmm. 2015 mm-hmm. when he was on that hot run. I don't know. I'd really, I'd love it if Rory won the Masters, but also I'd love it if Jordan won the Masters, even though he doesn't fucking need it. That's fair. But that is yet to come. I'd like, we got I'd like to see JT like, win the Masters. Dude, I, I really anybody like that. Like any of the dudes? Yeah, any any of the guys right now that are just the idols. Homa. You yes. know who I don't want to see win any other golf tournament as long as I live? Who? Fucking Patrick Cantley. I'm with you on that. And he's annoying I mean, to not, look at. I'm not trying to diss the guy, but oh, Taylor Moore. Taylor Moore after he won the Valspar, his interview was garbage, and I could live the rest of my life without seeing another interview of him winning a tournament like. Well, that. he's from fucking Edmond, dude. It was his first PGA Tour win ever. It looked like he was just picking his kid up from school. It was sad. <laughs> like he did not like seem excited or anything like that. I was like, man, you just motherfucker was probably in shock. Probably he he said as in sunken yet, but still, you you feel like you would have a little bit more emotion than that. Dude, Patrick Cantlay looks like he's got hot morning breath. <laughs> he does, like pale. <laughs> Where he just gets up and he's like, good morning. And you're just like, hey. <laughs> like, here's a tic tac, Patrick. God bless. Like, he does. Like, and it's gross. He's pale. He wears Easter colors. Uh, yeah, he does wear Easter colors. He's disgusting. <laughs> and he's, and not to mention, he's just an ugly person. And his girlfriend or wife, whatever she is, fucking smoke show. Hey. All that PGA Tour money, bro. Jesus Christ. I need to figure out fraud or something so I can get some of that PGA Tour money. <laughs> figure out if fraud. Patrick Cantlay can pull something like that, brother, I might be able to pull someone like Paulina Gretzky. Hey, man. It's still in your books. I mean, my book isn't done yet. I, I got exactly. the rest is still unwritten. Yeah. As long as they don't go to reduce flight balls, you can. you might even be able to make it on tour. Oh, I'll cheat. I'll cheat. Or I'll just go to live. Yeah, you, you damn sure know live is not going anywhere near the reduced fly balls. No, not a chance. <laughs> they might find some supercharged golf balls just to fuck but, with everybody. I was actually thinking about that earlier this week. 
and whatever Liv does, the PGA Tour will probably also do, just because they're not going to give him that one up, you know? That's fair. If Liv doesn't do the reduced fly balls and the PGA Tour actually decides to do it, it would just be one more thing for the PGA Tour to get stepped on by Liv. Yeah, I understand that. So that's also why I don't think the tour will ever do it. What, go to reduce flight balls? I don't think they yeah. will either. They will. To be honest, I really don't. But I think that they're going to have to play the two tournaments that with the Open and the U.S. Open with said balls. Which, so be it. I mean, they already adjust for extra distance for altitude. So they'll be able to adjust for those two tournaments, get it over with. They're not going to be their favorite anymore. And then just they'll just go on back to living their normal life. That's 100% fair. So be it. I mean, fair. they can adjust down to the single yard, and all they'll do is just set up their trackman. They'll get all their new yardages within two hours on the range, and then they'll go on and do their rat killing and be happy as can be once they win a, I mean, a U.S. Open. That's true. All right. So now it is my turn to ask CK five questions in this rapid-fire question segment. So, CK, question number one. If Tiger Woods didn't wear red on Sundays, what color do you think he would wear instead? Masters green, baby. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> He'd rock that green all yeah, day. Do you think? He, he might go uh, all black, I bet. Okay, the all black would be sick. Something intimidating, you know? I mean, yeah, that's fair. I could see him going all black or that fucking hot pink he wears all the goddamn time. He probably would do the pink, too. Yo, could you imagine just standing on, like, the 18th green? You have, you're have tied and hoping for a playoff, and you see that piece of big-ass, muscled-up Hubba Bubba standing at the top about to tee off. <laughs> Old Double Bubble's about to put it in the like, middle of the Like, look the fuck out. <laughs> so, Masters Green are all black. That's I could see him wearing both. I think the, master, the all black would just be disgusting. I like where you're at with that, though, because the pink is like the red where you can see it from like five holes away. Yeah. So, you know, that actually might be an option. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, Could you imagine? Could like, you imagine? just say he never put red on. And now, instead of having black and red, me having black and red everything, I'm walking around black and pink. Yeah. And I'm looking like I just went shopping at Hot Topic in the mid 2000s. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Thanks, Tiger. Yeah, thanks, dog. <laughs> Good question. All right, so back to our discussion here. Would you rather play with a reduced flight golf ball or a set of old persimmons woods? Like all the time? Yeah. Like if you I had to choose like, one, what would you and, play and with? That's what I have forever. Yeah. Reduced flight ball. Just because, dude, those clubs are so hard to hit, and I'm not that good to hit those. Now, if it was just like a one-time thing, I'd pick the clubs just because it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But if I'm sticking with my all my same equipment, I'd just pick the ball and just adjust. I don't think I could adjust to persimmons, bro. <laughs> Here's my thought process on this. Because I wanted to hear what you had to say, only because I I didn't know if we'd differ or not, but I'm kind of glad we did. My thought process on this is you have that ball, right? Like the normal golf ball that we have now. But you start hitting these persimmons woods and you get fucking good with them. And now you're just nutting that that fucking juiced up ball with these persimmons woods and these older irons. 
I would take me being good with the persimmons woods and the older irons with a juiced up golf ball than having a reduced flight golf ball and all that other bullshit, all the other technology within clubs. Yeah. I would always, I'm always going to choose the golf. I know you are. Cause I could still outdrive you with wooden clubs and the golf. Let's ball. see. It. Let's see. It. I'm going to buy some right now. Motherfucker, I will buy, I will go to a pawn shop and find the left-handed wooden driver, and I will still hit it further than you. Bring it. I'm fucking done. I'll see, I'll I'll see you next one. We have got to <laughs> film. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. We're going to film it. Bring it. Dude, I'm going to fucking. Go to Goodwill and find some old Walter Hagen. I don't even care if it's a steel shaft. Oh, that, that, like, and if it's left-handed. I'll buy it, yeah. and I'll take the screws out, and I'll put some new titanium screws in. I might just cork the motherfucker. That's but I, I cannot wait to do this to you. <laughs> All right, question three, because this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> if you could pick one golf swing that you could trade yours in for, who would you? whose swing would you pick? Besides Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Rory. Okay. Why? Because Rory's... Rory's a short king like I am, so it wouldn't be that big of a transfer. <laughs> but Rory hits the dog shit of a golf ball, dude. And his swing's you really know why? Pretty. You know why? Because it's a good golf ball. And he yeah, hits the dog right. shit out of it, and it goes far, and you want to do that. That's why he hits the You won't, so you won't be able to do it with the reduced flight. Sorry, I'm kind of setting these questions up a little bit for said argument. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Still hit that reduced flight ball three thirty in the best circumstance. That's fair. All right. Question number four. Like, if you're in a pro am, right, and you're the pro, and you get to pick one celebrity to play with, are you going to take Tom Brady, or are you going to take Derek Jeter? We're talking goats of sports here. Which one would you mm. take? Dude, that's tough because I bet Tom Brady has a lot more cool stories, but Jeter seems a lot more fun. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jeter smiles a lot more than Brady does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I yes. honestly, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say Jeter. Because they both have multiple championships. They're both killers. They are both competitive monsters. Absolutely. But Jeter, I think, has a lot more fun than Tom Brady does. You're right. Also, right. Jeter would take girls home whenever they would leave. He would give them, like, a gift bag of, like, a signed ball. Elite. And like Yankees tickets and shit. Dude, who does that? <laughs> J- Jeter, that's who. So yes, Jeter has more fun than Tom Brady. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll just say Jeter just so I can hear about those stories. <laughs> 100%. Just, damn dude, just fucking tune me in. Put me in an AirPod. I want to listen to shit. Dude, can I just get one of those gift bags just to see what you're handing out to these girls? <laughs> yeah, get fucked. And I promise you'll get one. Yeah, dude, it's like, so do I get some front row tickets to the World Series and, like, maybe a signed Jeter jersey? What all do I have to endure to get this right now? Because I might be down. <laughs> Can you roofie me, or am I going to have to stay? <laughs> Can you give me some fentanyl? Can you just, like, fucking KO me for a little bit, please? <laughs> yeah. All for the free tickets, bro. <laughs> and the sign ball, like, fucking sign me up, man. All right, so here... Is a question of question. Crew, coming up, if you could pick a sport for him to be good at and you pick said sport and he goes on and he gets a full ride, he gets drafted, 
he makes it to the professional level. Mm-hmm. What sport would you have more fun watching him in? All the way at the very tip top professional level. Not what sport you want him to play. What sport would you have more fun watching? He would have to get drafted to a team, so not golf, right? Well, no, no. Any professional level. I guess it, it really depends on the position because, like, football would be rad. But, like, say he was, like... Say he's the star of the team. Whatever t- whatever sport he plays in, he's the most integral part of that game. Like, I'm not going to say he's going to grow up and be a fucking offensive tackle. No. Okay, cool. Cause I was like, no, he's going to grow up and be the stud. He's going to be the big man on campus. He's going to be TMF. He's going to be that motherfucker. So, what sport? Dude, watching him be a championship QB would be sick. Okay. I agree. Dude. It takes some guts and a lot of skill to be a good quarterback. That's as much fair. as I enjoy watching golf, yeah, that's a lot of fun. But, dude, if it's like, you know, in my circumstance, my son, he's just a killer QB. I can watch football nonstop, especially if it's a really good game. And I imagine, that's you know, fair. I'd be super invested into it. So, yeah, dude, I'd say QB championship football team, bro. That's a good answer. That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah, I'm picking football. For sure, that's up there. Or a pitcher, I think, dude. If he was like a solid pitcher, that'd be badass. But a shoulder that would be, be cool. One. That'd be sick. Anything like that, yeah. Where he's just the, the stud of the team. And the only reason I say that is because, like, yeah, he could be a kick-ass golfer and shit. I want to see, like, if I were to have a kid, I would want to see them just blow the fuck up in front of a hundred thousand people in a stadium. And that's that's partially my influence for the answer too because right. i mean just like this past weekend taylor moore went in the bow sport nobody knew his name right like how many how many people attended that tour event right seriously but then again how many people go to the fucking super bowl bro could you imagine <laughs> dude and and also yes going to see front row seats the masters would be sick but also imagine getting free tickets to the super bowl every year Right. I'll take that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, with that last question, we are coming to the end of the episode. Very heated episode to an extent. Very, you know, good episode as far as debates go, because, I mean. Do the research on it, bro. Just do the research on it. I've done the research. I am the research. You are the research. I am the research. (laughs) So, yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, like we always say, go follow our social media, Instagram at Club Up Team, Twitter at Club Up Team, and believe it or not, our TikTok is at Club Up Team. So take mm-hmm. a look at that. Also, um, check out our website, www.clubupteam.com. Post on the forum your thoughts on the ball rollback, uh, your thoughts on the uh, Dell match play. Next week, we're going to have a pretty cool episode where we're going to talk about breaking par at Augusta. Could you break par from putting? Par four, you get to put the ball on the green and putt. You have four putts to make par, obviously. Could you break par doing that at Augusta? Or would you have a better chance chipping from 50 yards off the green and breaking par that way? So I think, again, me and CK might differ on this, which I can't wait (laughs) to hear his bullshit opinions. So can't wait for that. CK, what do you have? Uh, for starters, grow the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, now, for starters, grow the fuck up. 
yeah <laughs> nobody's gonna be down for the ball rollback so yeah don't even post that on the forum because yeah nobody's gonna have everybody's just gonna clash <laughs> i'm dude but, i'm here for that shit i'm here for the yeah story. no yeah go go to the forum i actually i, I want to hear what what people have to say about the match play because i don't know kiz is a really good sleeper pick and i want to see if anybody else has a solid sleeper pick so yeah mm-hmm. clubupteam.com go to the forum hit up that that dell match play picks got new playlists in the locker room people go check oh, it out yeah. yeah thanks for listening this week's go take it away Alrighty, guys. So we will see you next week at the cut. So again, thank you. Next week we got a pretty good episode coming up. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, thank you guys for your continued listening and support. And we will be back next week.